Welcome back to Walk Together Fiercely. I'm Tara, and today Michelle and I are talking about the power, magic, and healing that comes with a full moon. We are releasing this episode a couple of days before a powerful supermoon. We wanted to share with you the way that the moon can affect us as humans so that we can have more compassion, understanding, and gentleness with ourselves. If you are listening to this episode later, the information shared about full moons and rituals are true for any full moon. Follow us on Instagram at Walk Together Fiercely, where we will share more information about our own personal full moon rituals. Please subscribe to this podcast where you are listening, give us a five-star rating, and leave a glowing written review if you feel drawn to. We so appreciate your support. Thank you for being here. Thank you for spending your precious time with us. If you enjoy this episode, please share it with your friends. And know that on this full moon, and every full moon, you are connected to like-minded beings that are sitting in reverence and gratitude with you. Thank you for joining us. Now let's walk together fiercely through this magical full moon. Hi everyone, welcome back. Hi, it's so nice to have you with us today. We're getting ready for a massive full moon, Tara. Oh, I can feel it. It's a good building. It's a gooder coming. I like that you call it good because, like we've <laughs> talked on other ones, I get my period on the full moon. So. <laughs> yes, that 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 happens uh, for for you and lots of others. Yes, it does. So it's a bit intense. Yeah, we are recording this episode in the middle of May. Well, near, a week before the full moon. A week before the full moon, which the big full moon is coming in North America, May 26, 2021. When we were looking ahead in the calendar, we were like, okay, hey, what's coming up? What do we want to talk about? What are we interested in? And you and I <laughs> always love talking about the full moons. We just do. Yeah. We have great conversations around them. Yeah. And I don't feel particularly knowledgeable about astrology. So this no, is where me I'm either. so... Well, no, I'm not, you... well, I'm not an astrologer. No, me. but <laughs> you're going to bring the wisdom here and I'm going to bring the, the way that I feel around full moons. I can I bring that. I think that's the biggest part that we can all relate to is how we feel around them and how they maybe have an effect on us that we may or may not be aware of. And so just having just a little bit more knowledge sometimes can be super helpful because then you can support your being in the best ways possible for you. Yes. And I actually, an example just popped into my head. And this was ever since my son was tiny, we would have like this horrendous night of sleep. Like putting him to bed would just be a nightmare. And it took us several months because I'd be like, oh, when's the moon? When's the moon? Two nights before the full moon, we always have a harder bedtime. It's just... Really? And it took us a while to notice that that happens. And Still then, to this day? Yes. And I no just... Kidding. Now I'm like, oh, it just... It, it gives me more compassion with that understanding because I'm like, oh, this just happens. Two days before the full moon, he feels restless and he doesn't want to go to sleep. And yeah. so it makes it easier as a parent once I had that epiphany that That's- it was a pattern always happening. That is quite an understanding. Like, that's amazing. And that's so cool. Like, that speaks volumes to me, Tara, because, you know, he's just a little being. He is not aware of when the moon is full or not. 
he's simply feeling energy. Yeah. That's all there is to it. So he hasn't been told. He's not, you know, listening to a podcast of, of women going, oh, my God, the full moon. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> he, he's just simply feeling it yeah. and responding. Yeah. yeah. Do you sleep over a full moon? Yeah. You do. But I sleep pretty well. You're a good sleeper. Yeah, I yeah. zonk and dream well. and As you can see. I'm pointing to the bags under my eyes. <laughs> Sleep is one of the areas that I struggle with. I have my whole life, though, honestly. Like, if you had my, if you were to talk to my mom, she would tell you that when I was really young, like, I'd be up in the middle of the night going, mm. when are you guys getting up? Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. Once we're asleep in our house, everybody Everyone sleeps pretty asleep. well, but it's the getting to sleep. It's like... He just wants to play in his room and yeah. stay. He's just awake. We used to fight it a bit more, and now it's like, you know, if he plays quiet, he's old enough that he can play quietly in his room. So if he does that for till 10 o'clock at night or 11 o'clock at yeah, night that night, we're like, fine. And we just know it'll last for one day, and then, it, and then it's over. Yeah. So and it's, he moves past it. Yeah. So we don't fight it now with that understanding. So that's kind of the knowledge that's helped us. Wow. That's pretty spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. So this particular full moon, are you ready for this mouthful? It's freaking insane. This particular full moon, I've got it written down so that I could remember exactly. Yeah, super full blood moon eclipse. Sounds potent. Ridiculous, right? So a super moon, meaning the moon is a little bit closer to the earth, just in its, in its axis, the way it's working. So it looks bigger. So it looks bigger. Yeah. Cool. Full moon, meaning it is absolutely full. We see the full circle. Blood moon, meaning because of the eclipse, that when the shadow of the earth crosses over in front of the moon and creates that eclipse, that we see this orangey, reddish kind of glow coming from the silhouette or the, you know, from behind the moon. Very neat. Isn't it? So we can watch the sky. This will be a couple days after we release this podcast that this moon's going to happen. And we can watch the sky. Yes. And it's going to be the Earth's shadow that slowly moves across and covers yeah. the full moon. Yeah. Very neat. Yeah. And so uh, so that's why all those things are happening. And it is... So this is a really big one. This is a really big shift. And I've even... You know, some of the people in my circle have said that, you know, somehow the Mayans got it. I don't know that that's... I don't... Not putting a lot of merit on that. I don't know if it's honestly true, but some of them, some people are saying that Mayans got the calendar wrong and they actually meant 2021 instead of 2012. Little dyslexic Mayans. <laughs> little, little, little mix up in those last two numbers. But, oh no. But it is, uh, it is really interesting. I really, I really want you to share what you had said to me earlier about how you understand the, the how the moon affects the oceans. Oh, well, because we were talking about how do we explain the moons? Is this going to sound a little bit woo-woo or very, like, but it's physical. Like, the moon has the power to move the oceans. It can Mm -hmm. pull with the salt in there, and it can pull, and it has the power to move. So I feel like as humans, we would be naive to not think that our saltwater bodies are not affected by the moon. That's right. Right? That's a great way of understanding it. It's a perfect metaphor. 
Okay. Yeah, because it affects the tides. Yeah. And so that's where, so we'll see, like, uh, if people that live in coastal areas will see, like, what they call king tides and things like that around this time coming oh, up. Okay. And bigger, like, bigger tides anyway. Yeah. And it's it's really cool. Like, it's it's a, it's a, like a phenomenon that gets people out to check out the ocean and see it and witness it and all of that. And we're feeling that same thing within. So if it's driving polarities, that's a great way to say it, actually, because that is one of the things that a full moon does is it will absolutely make apparent within your experience any polarities or or opposing forces that you have going on in your life or within your own um, energetic emotional body and I find that piece so interesting that you say that polarity because when we talked about the periods and the wisdom of Lisa Lister it was if you have your bleed around the full moon it it is that polarity as well of a big full moon and then you're in your introverted time so then we feel the polarity and that pull within us so it's just very cool very cool kind of i say nervously as i walk into this week coming up you're like fuck me i know i'm like yeah we're not giving we do not want to give that kind of impression that you're screwed yeah michelle says switch my perception that this week is going to be like oh my gosh the build-up of it but i did text you earlier this week and i'm like i put on my spiritual (laughs) seatbelt. I just you felt did. like I had to buckle up. Like. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. But it, what the reason we wanted to do this podcast about this topic is because I know that, you know, there's certainly lots of people in our circles anyway who are very connected to uh, and are paying attention to moon and moon cycles and what's going on and just trying to pay attention just more energetically to what's going on in the universe around them, their world around them. Well, this is a really great way to tune in, and I don't want to come at this from a place of, oh, Lord, you know, we're we're all in deep trouble now, like it's going to be insane. We want to use this energy to help support us in the ways that we can, Yeah, uh, in the best possible ways that we can. Well, like what healing is available, because yeah. there's magic in the moon. There sure is magic in the moon, that's for sure. I love it. Really good. We're going to talk a little bit very specifically what this moon is about. And you might be listening to this podcast like way after this has happened. Uh, That's okay. Like this is, take what you, take what you need from this. Understand what you need from this. Let it support you in the ways that it can. And that's all you need to worry about. So this particular moon is really interesting just in terms of the times that we are in and the things that we are wondering about. So one of the things that we're wondering about you and I uh, in terms of things that we want to do camping wise or traveling wise just in our in our area is are we going to be able to do that mm-hmm. right? Are our travel restrictions going to be lifted is you know, is Mm -hmm. our home province going to even open up a little bit more? And so those are things that you and I are wondering about. And and we certainly have our intuitive feelings about that. And we're just (laughs) waiting for the actual word yes (laughs) that we need and we just need to be a little bit more patient about it but one of the reasons why the timing of this moon uh, when it's happening the type of moon it is with the eclipse and everything is because of some of the things that those things represent so this one in particular is really about truthful communication. That's a really mm. big one. And so the words are really powerful surrounding this moon. So there's a few ways that I want to just 
maybe bring some clarity to how I understand that. And I know that there are people who have, you know, maybe spend a lot more time in this energy and have way better understanding than I do. I'm just saying intuitively what I feel when I tap into the power of this moon and how to benefit from it, how to use it for success. This is what comes forward. So, uh, words have power right Mm -hmm. and our words have a lot of power and so it would be choosing our words very carefully and mindfully and you might be witnessing people who would be doing the opposite of that but you don't have to partake in that energy so just don't worry necessarily so much about what others are doing you might be witnessing it but what are you doing and how can you use your words carefully mindfully thoughtfully and understanding that your words have power not only the words that you speak out to the world, but the words that you say inwardly to yourself, those Mm. words have power, Mm -hmm. right? And so when you are degrading yourself, putting yourself down, shaming yourself, guilting yourself, those words have power and they really have power over a full moon as well. So it's really important to not only speak kindly outwardly, but to speak kindly inwardly. Oh, good reminder. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And we're just going over a conversation that we just had about mom guilt. There we go. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. And it's just such a good reminder that if this moon comes and feels intense and there's PMS involved, just to take a beat, take a breath and the word and choose the words wisely that come out. So it's just a nice little, that's how we can gracefully walk through this moon. Yeah. I Um. always like the, I know this is kind of old school maybe now, but I always, this is just how I work in my head is I I will have the thoughts, Tara. I don't know about you, but like, I'll be like, oh, Michelle, like you got to get this closet together or, you know, you got to, you know, you didn't get the laundry done today. So Mm -hmm. those kinds of little, where you pick on yourself a little bit about Mm -hmm. the things that you didn't get done. Then I'll be like, in my head, wait, control, alt, delete. And, you know, so like if you were on your computer and on a screen and you were going to erase what you just said, Mm -hmm. okay, control, alt, delete. What I actually meant to say was, Mm. you got a lot done today. Like you, you got a lot accomplished. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. Oh, I like the control, alt, delete. (laughs) (laughs) anyway so yeah that's uh, the the other thing that is really always important over a full moon is embracing your emotions Mm -hmm. and so just embracing whatever comes forward and allowing it and the reason that we want to do this is because we don't want to stuff things down Mm -hmm. we don't want to keep them within us because then we're keeping them (laughs) yeah well then it grows like in an ugly kind of a way within in ways that we're not even aware of so yeah embrace them and let the emotions come to the surface this is a beautiful um, message that comes forward with this moon is trying your best to keep an open mind and see things from a higher perspective I think that's going to be uber important mm-hmm. as we, you know, we sometimes see people doing crazier things out in the world. You have to be calm in traffic. Um, people can jump to like having a little bit of a temper flare up or things yeah. like that, right? Yeah. And I think what's coming to me is the judgment. Like when I can see things from a higher perspective, that's not in a place of, judging the way other people are choosing to live their life or their beliefs like that's their business right so I think the higher perspective is seeing the polarities in our world right now 
Very much. From a very non-judgmental place that everybody is scared for different reasons. They have different concerns. And even if we don't all have the same ideas, beliefs, to not dig our heels in and get righteous within our own belief, but to have compassion to respect all sides. Mm -hmm. And everybody's, because that's like you're saying, this moon is going to bring up this polarity. And I feel like our world is feeling quite polarized. Totally. So if this moon's going to highlight that, then to come in with some love and some grace and just keep our eyes in our own lane and worry about what's coming up within ourselves and just tend to that instead of looking outside, right? And the pointing and blaming and judging and... Mic drop, Tara. That's it. That's the bomb right there. Honestly, spirit couldn't say it any better. When we tend to our own garden, Mm -hmm. when we tend to ourselves and just worry about our own situation and what we need to weed and Mm -hmm. what we need to plant and what we need to grow, we are absolutely doing the healing work that is necessary on the planet. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's my intention going into this moon is like, I don't write a lot and I have a bit of resistance to writing. So, but it's such a powerful thing when I do it. So I'm going to have the intention of sitting down, doing some ceremony, doing some writing, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And just letting go of whatever is coming up for me because we're human and we're going to have all of the feelings Mm -hmm. and that's okay, but we're not going to stay in them and marinate and make people wrong and us right. And we're just going to, what's the feeling coming up? Am I feeling mad? Am I feeling resentful? Am I feeling scared? It's usually scared, right? Mm -hmm. We're afraid. (laughs) So then if we want to point fingers and be mad at someone else, maybe just acknowledge our own fears. Lovely. Right? And then what does that fear need? How can I love that scared little part of myself? I love asking that question. What Mm -hmm. do you need right now? Asking your heart that heart, what do you need in this moment? I need reassurance. Okay. Yeah. So let's give you some reassurance. Let's reassure you. Yeah, I yeah. like that. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, really nice. I think that around a full moon is a really lovely time to kind of maybe gather information, go a little bit inward, and rather than making like big decisions, big statements, or things like that, mm-hmm. that it can be um, maybe a little bit of gathering. Like I, I always use metaphors, and I always see things in metaphors from spirit. So like, you know, if you're gathering herbs into your basket Mm -hmm. before you go and use them you're going to maybe you know appreciate them be a little bit mindful about them and decide what you want to do with them but it's really about kind of gathering information and then moving forward from a place of love over fear so what I'm trying to say is making your decisions from a place over from a place of love over fear so much more successful And when you are mindful and you give yourself a little bit of space and time and patience to do that, you'll find that the choices that you make are more intuitive, they're more in line with your values, they're more in line with the truth of your being rather than coming from something else. So the full moon provides that opportunity. I like that. And as you're saying, like gathering these herbs, you're pulling your hands in in this gesture of gathering and then I just hear grounding so it's like we Mm -hmm. gather we pause Mm -hmm. we take a breath so instead of and because fear can so come as this reaction so it's like quick but if we can pause ground then we can choose love Mm -hmm. like it's that's how we need to connect with the energy of love more is like choosing it actively choosing it like my fear voice Mm -hmm. right now wants to 
whatever, let's use an example, spew and rant at my husband because I'm feeling overwhelmed. The pause would be taking a breath, connecting with my heart. Mm -hmm. He's working as hard as I am. And so he's not the dumping ground for this. Mm -hmm. And it brings me to a place of gratitude and respect for him and back to love. Mm -hmm. But there is like a conscious choice. And I think that the grounding before we proceed forward is what helps me to to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's so that's so perfect. I think that the full moon always comes with that kind of harvesting kind of energy. And if you like Farmer's Almanac would even say like harvest on a full moon. Uh, that's so, cool because babies are born on full moons so, so often. Oh, two of them. Oh, yeah. My two my doula is like the full moons. You get two or three babies yeah, and so yeah. har- harvesting yeah, like that. absolutely. Yeah, it is a very harvesting time, you know, gathering the things that you've been working on, the things that you've been wanting. And then, too, it's an opportunity to, like, you know, weed out what didn't work out, weed out the things that were not quite right and letting go of what you don't need and keeping what you do. So it like is a that. lovely time to go inward for that. I like that. Yeah. I think what you're, I love what you're explaining because it's really about getting to know yourself a little bit more too. Oh yeah. 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 Knowing what works for you, what doesn't, keeping what works, letting go of what doesn't. Yeah. I think that's really powerful. I like that. Yeah. So do you have anything specific that you love to do on full moons? Like, yeah. and this isn't even this full moon but every full moon do you have a little bit of a ceremony yeah so I'm gonna be I'm gonna say that I'm like your son and I'm not a massively great sleeper over a full moon I do tend to be a little bit more wide awake and I can I might fall asleep initially and then wake up very shortly after so I might be like at you know it could be like 12 30 and I've been asleep for an hour and a half mm. and then I'm awake again and it's like like awake 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 oh <laughs> <laughs> I know so quite often on a full moon I'll actually get up grab my journal and go sit by candlelight in the living room and write or just maybe sometimes just sit sometimes just looking at the moon and talking to it or just acknowledging that, you know, I'm here. Oh, that, that actually kind of sounds thing. very beautiful and cozy. Well, it is. It mm-hmm. is really peaceful. And sometimes those snow moons over the winter, like when, because the snow on the ground so illuminates the mm-hmm. moon, it's such a magical mm-hmm. thing to witness. And I really enjoy that. However, let's get back to like ritual and ceremony. And, you know, when I, I actually feel, I would say that I actually feel quite passionate about that because... I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't always know that about myself, but when I got to partake in ritual and ceremony, I really found that it brought me a lot of meaning and that it actually really lifted me up or made me feel really good. And if you think about, you know, our Western rituals and ceremonies are often around like milestones, like birthdays you've got a birthday in your family coming up this week Mm -hmm. for your daughter like a a birthdays uh graduation Mm -hmm. anniversaries marriage uh, marriage Mm -hmm. exactly we do ritual and ceremony for those kinds of things and although you know what we do differs from person to person and couple to couple or family Mm -hmm. to family and culture to culture there are similarities in why we celebrate those kinds of things in a lot of cultures around the world They do ritual and ceremony almost even more daily than we do. We're one of the very few societies that no longer does. Which is sad. I feel like that leaves people like not 
connect not as connected to each other and to the earth as we could be if we brought back ceremony exactly it really does Mm -hmm. and so the reason why ritual and ceremony is important and why it's, it shouldn't be considered weird or, mm-hmm. you know, woo-woo or crazy if we do it. it. It Because it can be whatever you want it to be, is that it does connect us more to ourselves, to our inner knowing, and to the world around us, to our earth, our, our presence, mm-hmm. uh, just being in the present moment, uh, and having that awareness that there's more to us than meets the eye, that there's more surrounding us. Mm -hmm. And that's really valuable and really important. And so a full moon ceremony doesn't, it's not about religion. I mean, if you want it to be, that's cool too. If you don't like it, there's really no, there doesn't need to be rules about how you should do that. I'm really big on that personally. And other people might feel differently. And I'm not trying to step on toes here at all. I'm just saying, you do you. Mm-hmm. I think that's fantastic. Like whatever feels right to you is is really cool. The whole purpose is to connect you more with yourself and the world around you and your I the way I say it is like my higher self. I feel more connected to the higher parts of my being if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So um, the everyday me, you know, that's okay, vacuuming and doing dishes and working and clients mm-hmm. and taking care of my dog and my kitties and my husband. This is kind of maybe a little bit different than that. So this is connecting to the higher parts of my being that may, ha- they may not get attention mm-hmm. as much as other things in the day. Yeah. yeah. And it's just for you. Yes. Which is beautiful. You're not being of service to others. You're showing up for yourself, and I Entirely. think that that feels cool. It does. It is. It's very. It's beautiful self care, right? Just to, yeah. you know, check in. You know, I haven't. You know, what's going on inside? What do you need to say? What do you need to express? What do you need acknowledged? Yes, and for myself, when I started dipping my toe in the spirituality pond, I guess, <laughs> right? Started learning this stuff. I would, and still sometimes think that that I don't have the power to do that or I don't have the ability or I would do a full moon ceremony and I would feel silly or like I was because I wasn't raised doing this stuff so it is new to me Mm -hmm. and then there would be a bit of judgment of myself like am I doing it right am I doing it wrong am I doing it and what I've learned over the years of doing this and attending other full moon circles that they always are doing what I do with myself and now I can sink into it in a place of reverence and gratitude, and I truly know there's no right or wrong way to do this. Beautiful. So I think anybody starting out with a full moon ritual, it would be completely normal to feel awkward, weird, uncomfortable, a little bit of judgment creeps in. But the more you can just let go of all of that and just do it your way, exactly how it feels good to you, that's where the beauty and the magic of it is. Entirely. That's just so perfect. So I think that start with whatever feels right to you. What I do is not necessarily complicated at all. I do like to keep it simple. I am like a crystal whore, a self-proclaimed. <laughs> like I just, I, I just like. Shout out to soul stones. <laughs> I just, when I, you know, like I remember we were, we were, we were at a hockey tournament in this small town um, more in northern BC with our kids this this was eons ago we literally got out of the truck when we arrived and I was like there's a crystal store here I know it like I could feel it <laughs> you like, can sniff it out <laughs> oh I just was like I said to John there's a crystal store here and you know I went I, I obviously went and found it 
I got, that's where I got that big mother of a crystal, actually. That's where that oh, one came amazing. from. Oh, amazing. Yeah. I love... Um, Working with crystals. I do. Yeah. That's my own personal thing. I really love candlelight, yeah. and I really love like the um, like the not the not the screens, not the bright big noises. Yeah. I really prefer on a, a full moon maybe the little bit more quiet. So maybe it's a little bit more quiet music that I might play or nothing at all, mm-hmm. depending on what I feel like in that moment. I just go with it, and I really love my journal at that time. So I like writing by candlelight beautiful yeah and so my crystals do go outside on the full moon there's different there's different things that happen we'll talk we can talk really quickly about that if you're interested but like the um what a full moon is about and what a new moon is about because they're two different energies but I like that crystal of the I like the idea of bathing them and yeah putting the crystals out in the moon yeah I also like talking to my plants that's really sweet (laughs) (laughs) I know because they can gather and uh, and harvest things for themselves too and so like using my reiki energy uh, and uh, talking to my garden outside and and asking it to bloom and grow Mm. thanking it for doing you know providing those beautiful flowers and those gorgeous scents and yeah I like it I like the energy of gratitude yeah so I also will sometimes do, depending on how I feel, but I'll do bigger things. So I might make a crystal grid, which would be putting my intentions, taking what I've written down, putting my intentions into something that I can touch and feel and hold, and then placing it in a way that just intuitively feels right to me. It's also another one that I love to do, and that is called a despacho. I think you've done a dispatcho with mm-hmm. me before. And so this is like creating a sweet little package with all kinds of different earth elements in it. And then you can either burn it or bury it or throw it in water, like in the river or the ocean or whatever. Yeah. And it's just all natural. So it's all organic. Yeah. And I'll use like popcorn seeds. It might be pumpkin seeds. It could be uh, feathers. It could be herbs from my garden anything like that there's all kinds of different things that can go in the possibilities are endless candy sugar (laughs) sweeten those prayers up a little bit I like yeah I don't do that every time but I do do it still to this day often I like it yeah yeah so those are the things that I do working with full moon energy is really about engaging uh, your own personal power and amplifying it. And so quite often people will be more intuitive on the full moon or have the opportunity to be more intuitive. So that's this is why we want to work with the energy to kind of bring that forward is to use that for your success. <laughs> and like we said, it can really highlight polarities and the opposing forces in your life. So it can make you have an awareness about something that isn't working or something that it can highlight some of the things that are maybe not the way you want them. That's okay, because that allows you to change them. It's good knowledge, yeah. Yeah. It really can amplify your subconscious power and your subconscious knowing. And what's so cool about this is because, you know, that's maybe the darker places of our being where we don't necessarily pay attention to all the time. And so some of those things can come to the surface, and that's why those emotions will come forward and all of that. So those are all things that happen around a full moon. A new moon is more about creating new intentions and and resetting and and making new energy and and that kind of thing so two different ways of looking at it and new moons are really great for charging up crystals like really giving them lots of charge and energy new new rejuvenated energy so this full moon will be more of a letting go energy 
full moons are always like it's full moons are really about a time of introspection gathering the parts around you that you love that you want more of that are working and letting go of the things that you don't need lovely yeah yeah I like to do burn letters on the full moon like that'll be the time where I'll I'll oh, yeah. do, set set up a little ceremony, and then we write, like, I'll write what I'm letting go of. This is what we're letting go of with this mm-hmm. moon, right? And then I do, and I burn that one, and then I write another little list of what I'm calling in. And that one I often bury in my garden. That's perfect. <laughs> it feels right. Yeah. 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 I love that because that's that's perfect. Yeah, grow it right here. Yeah, okay. So so this <laughs> big moon that's coming, this yeah. super moon, this eclipse, this is yeah. our time. Gather what we're wanting and letting go of what we're not, right? Yeah. And Being then, careful with your words, kind yeah. with your words in and out. Nice. Yeah. So falling on the heels of the super moon. <laughs> here she comes with the punch. <laughs> Just in case you haven't gotten enough. Yeah. <laughs> this is where you put your seatbelt on. Yeah. So we are next coming into a retrograde. So right after the moon, we turn retrograde. Can you explain what retrograde is? Well, I can't. Like, There are people who will do this better than me. And I want to come at it again from a place of let's not be freaked out. <laughs> let's try to, you know, work with this energy. Um, but retrograde can bring out, again, those polar say it again polarities those polarities it can really bring out those so this is when a planet starts to turn backwards correct so we will retrograde for example would be mercury that spins the other direction and so then within us this can be an often a time where we have a regression is that what it is sometimes things or we feel feel like a look yeah sometimes like it's like Maybe something that you thought was going to work, like it feels like it's switching course or it just feels like it, it feels like something went off or something's not quite right. Those, those kinds of Or something that you figured out and then you kind of go back into old patterns. Right. So something that you thought you'd healed. Oh, I thought I'd done that. I thought I'd been there, done that, check that off my list. It'll come back up. Yeah. Things can reappear. And it's like, why am I worried about this again? I thought I dealt with that. And so those kinds of things can come okay. up with a retrograde. Yeah. So right after the full moon. Then. <laughs> I know. It's right? kind of a, I know we need it. We do need an astrologer to come in and tell us all the real ins and outs. I'm coming from an intuitive place of what I understand intuitively about it. And so I don't want to go into this and I don't want to encourage anybody else to go into this scared shitless. That's really not a great energetic place to be, but rather just an awareness and then supporting yourself and knowing, you know, some things might come back up and, and just say hello. And, and it's just simply an opportunity to heal it at a deeper level. You can witness people doing, you know, this is where you need patience in traffic. This is where you need patience, you know, just with yourself. Yeah. In lineups. Yeah. You need patience in the grocery store. You need patience wherever you go in life. You need patience with coworkers, children, mm-hmm. all of that. And and you're not going to be perfect at it 24-7, but just that knowing or understanding, okay, right. Yeah. They're feeling this. Yeah. We do feel those energetic changes, even though we may not understand them on a conscious level, our energetic body, our subconscious does. Yeah. And I think that was our intention of this episode was – to let people know that even if they're feeling off kilter or intense or polarized, mm-hmm. that there may be something, there is something outside of you that is also contributing to this. Exactly. So that we don't go into just thinking, I'm crazy or right? like I'm losing it, but that there may be something 
just to have the understanding that there is something bigger and greater going on. Yes. And this too shall pass. That's right. <laughs> and and make decisions again from that place of love. So mm-hmm. if you're feeling like a little bit spinny, a little mm-hmm. bit all over the place, that's not the time to make a big life decision. Like take a take a breather. We're going to sell our house this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like take a, take a breath and make sure that you're coming at it from a place of love, that you're coming at a place from being feeling balanced and grounded. Not uh, just like, oh my God, like shit just hit the fan. It's all out of control. That is not the time to make like big decisions and sign big papers. Yeah. And reach out for support. Yes. You will be getting my PMS full moon texts, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) You know I take them (laughs) with complete (laughs) non-judgment. Yeah. So, yeah. Happy full moon. <laughs> and should we say like good luck? <laughs> Godspeed. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. We're just so grateful to have you along with us. We would love for you to join us on Instagram at Walk Together Fiercely, where this week we're going to be sharing more information on the full moon and we really would love to hear about your full moon experiences whether they're fantastic or otherwise (laughs) whatever it is that you do however it is that you acknowledge a full moon or other milestones in your life ritual and ceremony can and should be something that brings meaning to you in some way so do whatever is right for you Whatever you choose, let it reflect your beliefs, your hopes, your intentions, and your values. No matter if you are listening to this on or near the full moon, let's just take a moment now for a breath of peace and choose the words that we speak inward to be a little bit more kind and gentle. Take a moment to close your eyes and allow your breathing to slow. And if you are able, take your left hand and place it over your heart chakra at the center of your chest. Ask your heart, heart, what do you need right now? And just allow the response to come forward without any judgment. Continue with those lovely, slow, and deep breaths. And as you inhale, inhale the energy of, I am loved. I am safe. I am profoundly intuitive.
May the rest of your day be full of love, light, joy, and peace. Until next time, only love and light from you and only love and light to you. We would love for you to join us on our podcast page on Instagram at Walk Together Fiercely. Here we can chat, have community, uh, ask questions, and lots of other extra information that you might not get on our podcast. For more information about us, you can find Dr. Tara on Instagram at Dr. Tara Drummond. For more information about me, Michelle, you can find me on Instagram at Michelle Morrison Medium. All other information about me is on my website, thebalancedsoul.com. This podcast is recorded by Michelle and Tara and is edited and arranged by Sammy Lucan.